1: Good morning. Welcome to Signal Boost. I'm Zerlina Maxwell. It is Thursday, September the 23rd. Good morning, Jess. How are
0: you doing? Happy first day of fall. I feel like I'm I'm totally yesterday. You said that yesterday. Uh, Yeah, yesterday was, I think, the last day before the first day of I don't know. I don't know. There are too many. There's the Equinox and then there's the first official whatever. This is the start of spooky season today. September 23rd is the official start of spooky season. That's really all I'm here for.
1: Like Halloween season?
0: Yeah, but you know, we we t- Halloween's the one holiday it's appropriate to draw out as much as possible. Like you you want to read all the scary novels, you you want to watch all the scary movies. You you want to you want to get get it get all get get all your spooky vibes together, and, and then just really hang out with them for a while.
1: I'm not really into spooky vibes. Hey, th- think about it like uh, like
0: witchy stuff.
1: Okay, I like witchy stuff, but yeah. I mean only if I can be
0: engaged in the witchcraft myself. That's 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 the point. That's the point. Okay. This is this is the part of the year when we all access our, our inner witches. All right. That I, I mean can, you could you could, down with that. You could observe not... by watching practical magic. It doesn't have to okay. be hereditary. <laughs>
1: I don't I don't put on I mean, I don't I don't dress up for Halloween. I have never really I may have dressed up when I was little, but it, it's oh, yeah. never been a big thing in my household. Uh, no were i keep so it, i keep was, holy like, halloween. i was actually say.
0: baptized on halloween oh my goodness my mom yeah probably would have like <laughs> <laughs> just disappeared like <laughs> puff of smoke filler of yeah. salt. yes yeah uh yeah no i was baptized on halloween when i was when i was six um and i thought that was just the coolest thing ever and the older i get the funnier it gets <laughs> no no it's it's very funny actually um <laughs> deeply my mom yeah, would have been I, like. I lasted oh! a good three more years with the Catholic Church, yeah. maybe.
1: <laughs> but... I yeah. mean, the Catholic um, Church is very specific, though. That, that, that's a specific is. thing. So, I mean, again, yesterday we were talking a lot about it, and I think it was a great conversation. And I love when I talk to Christians that sound not just like I sound, but like that live in the real wor- world, if that makes yes. sense. Like, they are they've read the Bible they've actually read the Bible right <laughs> that's first um, and they they're living in the real world and they're sort of applying the lessons from the Bible to their behavior That is, yeah that
0: seems to be the whole point of the book
1: I thought so you know growing it's not, up, it's not. but unfortunately as an adult one of the lines that I have come up with to say like that's a line that I go to on a regular basis is that Jesus needs new PR Mm-hmm. Um, because he has quite poor public relations currently. Those who are mm-hmm. espousing to represent him are not doing a good job. They're mean. <laughs> They're mean. Yep. They don't care about children or poor people or refugees. I mean, literally, it like read the Bible. Like you yeah. don't care about refugees. I don't think you read <laughs> any part of the Bible. Like zero yeah. parts. You did. You skipped over all the pages. Um, and particularly the, the, the quotes in the red, those you skipped right over, you just <laughs> skipped over Jesus. You're like, I'm though that's
0: optional. For, um, for I those of you who don't know, Jesus's words are written in red in Do the you Bible, guys know that? like so. Okay, so I it's extra so. easy to find them. See, that's extra why they did it right also in the new so testament which them. is the
1: second half of the book you should have to keep going it's not like in seventh grade <laughs> where you only read half and then try to take the test that's not how this right. works right. No. um but i do think that um that conversation yesterday restored my oh, it was faith, so good um because i know that those people are, are are out there right that's why there's like a unitarian universalist denomination like all yeah. the people in that denomination are excellent i remember when i was little we went to a church that was across the street from a universal from a, a unitarian universalist church yes. um and they had a, a pride flag hang outside and i remember like getting out in the car one day and we're like going into our church and i looked across the street and i was like mom i want to go to that church that church looks mm-hmm. great that one over there looks like the one that is for me <laughs> i yep. was like that one over there looks like one the one that accepts everyone That feels more close to the Bible that we go into this other church and we read every week But they don't have a rainbow flag nor do the people here um, Say anything about equality or gay rights or anything like that and a lot of them are mean A lot of them are mean it was around 12 where I turned to my parents and I was like I don't understand how y'all are supposed to convince anyone that believing in God and going to church and all of this is the right way to be when all of the people here are miserable and mean and gossipy so <laughs> i was like it's not working for them i don't think they're good examples of this is an effective well strategy, maybe they but.
0: just went to like old testament god instead like they just skipped right over jesus and they were just like <laughs> ah yes we will emulate old testament god who was in fact petty af <laughs> so maybe maybe that was it it was just maybe. they missed they missed they the skipped other skipped over
1: the red i i mean i think a, too many people are doing that but they yes. also skip over the major lessons they're like god <laughs> right. is against homosexuality i was like god is against lying and you right. do it all the time all the time you're a liar you're a straight up liar you just lie all the time have no consequences for your lying and you think that's fine mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But you think that gay people getting married is gonna send them to the gates of hell, right? You're gonna be standing right next to them because we're all gonna be there <laughs> if you believe in it,
0: well, yeah, I mean that's there
1: chilling out like i
0: I obviously i don't I don't believe in hell. I know you know. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know whether or not there's an afterlife again, militant agnostic. I don't know anything and neither do you, but I'm pretty sure there's no like hell, hell. But, you know, the, with the pitchforks and the fire and the rest of it. Yeah, but, like, I'm, I'm just I'm not a literal translation person. We'll put it that no. way. I, I could I would love there to be some sort of karmic justice in the afterlife. But also that feels petty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, if you do believe that. I I truly I mean, it, it must just be it must just be intellectual dishonesty like you cannot believe that hell exists and that people will go there if they don't follow the teachings of your religion and then ignore the teachings of your religion like that, that doesn't scan so some part of that equation you are not being honest with yourself about. <laughs> but I mean, oh, no, it's talking it, it's, to the scientist yesterday. The first thing she said was, well, climate change affects poor children most. Yep, And like, yep, we, yeah, yeah. The Bible is real yep. clear on refugees. It's real clear on poor kids. Like, yep. you can you can make some you can you can argue both ways about whether or not abortion appears in the Bible and how and whether or not it is sanctioned. I, I love the argument that it does. And it is um, you can make that. But it's 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 a it's a, it's a debatable one. Um, homosexuality is a debatable one in the Bible because it only shows yep. up in Leviticus alongside the idea that you have to stone somebody if they right. trip your oxen and you're going to hell if you wear clothes made of two different cloths. So like right. that whole piece of the Bible is suspect. And that's the only place where homosexuality shows up. So like there are some debatable little arguments in there for 2021. Refugees and poor children are not. That's right. not a debatable part. It's, it's like the, the whole point of the book, really. <laughs> You the, know, whole thing. the thing
1: well the other thing too is that you know the question that I always used to throw at people especially in my 20s because you know I was sassy like that but mm-hmm. like people will be like you know god is against homosexuality or like i'm a born again christian and i was like and you don't believe in premarital sex i'm sure you never engaged in that right. and they're like bah, obviously bah, bah, bah. like they yeah. start stuttering out right on that question cuz yeah. you're over here, i mean here's the thing First of all, I don't know where in the Bible it says you should be judging what other people are doing. I thought you were supposed to. Wait, wait, wait. It was it was judge not
0: lest ye be judged. That's actually one of the pieces we've got memorized.
1: Yeah, it's in there, you (laughs) know, and and also judging, but not trying to conduct yourself in alignment with those same lessons. And it's just, you know, I think that. It turns off a lot of people that probably would have embraced Christianity or, you know, tried to accept yeah. Yeah. some of the tenets of the Bible. But the hypocrisy may- turns so many people off. Because for me, it's like it is not working for you. I'm not trying that. I'm gonna try yoga. <laughs> people that do yoga seem they're nice. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, that's the, the yoga bar is for really me. pretty nice. That's the bar for me. That's it's mm-hmm. a low bar, but it's the bar for me. You need to be nice.
0: If you're Uh, going to come to
1: tell me that I should live the way you live. And then, I mean, I don't even care if it's like, you know, I'm on the keto diet. Are you walking around happy and smiling? Because if not, that doesn't seem like something I'm going to try.
0: This is such an important life lesson. Before you decide to do something or to join a club or to make something a part of your personality, ask yourself. Are the people who are doing that thing having fun? This was honestly <laughs> why why I avoided most drugs in college because I would watch the people doing them and be like, Well, that doesn't look like fun. Yeah. <laughs> She's just sitting in the corner. Why the hell would I do that? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a beer. Like The people who are having the beer look like they're having fun not the people who have too much beer they don't look like they're having fun anymore like it was such a it was such an easy bar like are the people engaging in this activity happy do they look cool do they look like they're having fun do i want to hang out with them no then maybe i won't join that club (laughs) right right (laughs) that's it i mean the crossfitters kind of look like they're having fun like they do seem like i don't want to join the club because i don't want to throw tires but (laughs) <laughs> i I get it like i get it and like the yoga people certainly look like they're having fun they look like they're they're got happy positive vibes like sure i will walk into that studio but like you know most of these diet fads like most of like the keto people don't look like they're having fun it just seems too complicated i don't know people have who only eat steak and eggs that. and nothing else like they don't look like they're I... having fun if you have to eat Listen. the same thing for breakfast lunch and dinner that's not fun And that was not how it was intended to be if that's the way that we're supposed to live then
1: sign me off like yeah i'm tapping out if i (laughs) you know what i mean it's like the people are like you just have to like because i the best dieting advice ever is just like moderation right it's like don't eat all of the things but you can have a little bit of the good things that you like a lot of the time and And really enjoy them that's the yeah and really really savor them and that's the thing it's like In the pandemic, it's like, I do not deprive myself of anything that I want in any moment. Like, if I want ice cream, I have it. If I want a cookie, I have it. Like, who the hell cares? Like, we could, there's a deadly disease that has killed almost 700,000 Americans a year and a half. I'm having the damn cookie. And like, you're not going to, I mean, the the people that are still on these diets, I have a lot of questions. I mean, like, why would you choose to make your life harder in a pandemic?
0: Honestly, this was sense. like, this is the best gift that I have given to myself. Like my relationship with food is so much better post pandemic than it was pre because I saw like, I think I was old enough when the pandemic hit and I realized I was going to be inside for a while. I I realized right away that that was going to be a real problem for me and my like random disordered eating that I've experienced all of my life. Thank you, ballet from nine to 16. <laughs> anyway, um, I knew that that was going to be that was going to be tough for me because like you want to feel in control. Most of eating disorders are about control. It's about controlling the one thing you can control, which is why it's so often a trauma response. Um, And I knew that I would be able to control what I ate and that I would probably try to make a game of it. Like I would probably try to see how much weight can I lose before I leave the house? Like how, like, how good can I, can I get at this with, with no, with no mitigating factor Like no one's watching me. I never have to grab something unhealthy when I'm moving from place to place. Like Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm pretty sure that I could hide what I'm doing from Chris. Like this, I could see my brain starting to go there. And instead I was like, absolutely not. I am in fact never going to say no to myself about anything that I want to eat. That's the only way that I'm going to get through this without seriously damaging myself is just by taking off all of the restrictions. And, um, and it turns out I didn't gain anything like I just started eating breakfast and I will occasionally have sweet stuff. And if I want to order cheese fries from the diner, I will order cheese fries from the diner. And after a year and a half, I don't know, I kind of feel like I rewired my brain. Like, I, I, I feel like I feel like I'm a little bit I, like, I don't know, I've, I've broken off that tether. Like there's mm-hmm. that that little piece of me is sort of quiet now, which is really very cool. <laughs> that is very cool. I mean, that's
1: really hard because that's like a life. Yeah. thing, right. And I think I, for me, the moment that happened for me is I, I told you the Sean T thing. You stand in the mirror, you just stand mm-hmm. there until like you're fine with it. <laughs> like you just really. Yeah. Oh, and no, I still while. I still don't have it the body. It might acceptance. be an hour. You might be yeah. standing there for an hour.
0: I but still like, don't have the body it, acceptance. I still don't love the way I look, but I'm no longer using food as a way to punish myself. I understand that.
1: I think I that think the, the, the strength of the exercise or why I feel like it works or work for me at least um, and may work for others is that when you're staring at yourself... It's not like you're comparing in that moment. You're just yes, that's true. At, oh, this dog is so cute running across a baseball yeah. field. I'm Aww. sorry on the TV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good boy. It's a good boy. It's a golden retriever. He's receiver. just trying to get the ball. I love golden retrievers. Oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, they're anyway. so cute.
1: Oh, gosh. Dogs are so cute. <laughs> I love them. Shout out to dogs. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, They just make me smile, which is you know, <laughs> it's a pandemic. We need this smi- all the smiles But yes. I think in that moment when you're just looking at yourself, you're not you're not comparing It's right. straight up You're just looking at yourself and you're looking and you're you're starting to find things about your own body that you like mm-hmm. Ooh, My butt is kind of cute. I like my hips. You know what I mean? so yeah. you just you do that and then you you try to do that as much as possible and Try really hard not to compare like that's why Instagram is right evil Because right. first of all Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook to compare hot girls So we should not ever Leave that out of the story when we talk <laughs> no, about we the toxic nature of Instagram But I think that's part of it. it's like when I sit too long and I'm scrolling and I start to feel sad and I'm like what's going on? Um, for no reason in the middle of a day. I'm like, oh, it's Instagram. It's right forcing me to compare my body to the bodies I'm seeing on Instagram. Which is like not even. You shouldn't do that everyone. Out in yep. the world. Some of the bodies are not real. Some of the bodies are not real. Not not because you know. Some of the people have had surgery. Or that kind of stuff. Which I think is true too. But because of filters. And airbrushing. Oh, yeah. And I swear some of the faces on Instagram. Sometimes. Especially in like the makeup and hair. um, Sort of niche. Uh, mm-hmm. communities i swear
0: they're computer generated oh i know i know you can Some just face tune yourself generated. right into the uncanny valley like so you, you, you look like an avatar
1: is literally not not something we should be doing in this moment so i'm i'm happy i'm proud of you that you change your relationship with fruit that's a big deal thanks
0: thanks yeah it's uh it's it's nice to have like an accomplishment in pandemic like actually (laughs) no you didn't need to accomplish anything this one piece of me is actually improved like it's actually better it's not it's and it's so nice to eat breakfast my god it's just great (laughs) (laughs) we were having a debate the other
1: day in the house about breakfast because you know breakfast is really you know you're breaking the fast so you're not really supposed to eat when you right when you wake up like well, I don't. I do the radio self- show
0: and then I eat breakfast. Well yeah, me so, too. Yeah. Me
1: too. That's what I do every day too. But honestly, you could wait a little longer, um mm-hmm. because your body is actually supposed to uh you know, try to burn up some of that energy yep. that you ate the day from the day before. Um and <laughs> that breakfast is is
0: marketing. <laughs> Well, this well, breakfast, breakfast. yes, most all me all meals are marketing (laughs) like like the fact that we have three meals is marketing like that's not how we're actually supposed to work. (laughs) We're actually supposed to eat small handfuls of things throughout the day. That's not nearly as much fun as gathering around a table and making too much food and having sides and apps and entrees. So we do it the (laughs) other way. But if we're actually just doing the intuitive eating thing, then, you know. You're you're eating lightly, but always. <laughs> and um you know, I just can't have that many almonds, so I eat meals. um And I could, I'm actually, okay you know what,
1: the, I do. I have to. You you said a funny and very specific joke because honestly, I do eat handfuls of nuts all day. I I do that too. <laughs> um, but I I couldn't just do that. I that else. is what I do. And honestly, the 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 addition of sort of like twice a day having a handful of nuts. Um, at you know in midday in the morning and then sort of right before the show i have a handful of nuts um it it really helps the science it does. Is real <laughs> it really does help it makes me not hungry it makes me a little bit more awake it makes me feel a little bit better. you know it really does work
0: right this morning i'm completely off because i've actually already been up for three hours i did uh i did my first early morning cnn hit in a very long time so I'm. I feel like I'm screwing with the ethos of our show because I'm sitting here like fully dressed with my hair and makeup done. Oh, it that's feels weird. Weird. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs>
1: yeah, I haven't. I haven't done that. I don't even. Well, I didn't really do that so much as as much as you did. Right. Right. Because but, you know, you you went on the the CNN morning show, and I didn't really go on the MSNBC morning show. But right. the point. But I think that i haven't done that here except for the day the week my book came out like the day my book came oh yeah the only day that i had to get up to do morning television so for the most for a year and a half i've been in hoodies
0: yeah no this is this is crazy, definitely you guys right now yeah i oh, mean well, like so I, do that's I that's why normally... you don't see me
1: posting selfies from the
0: radio uh-uh. nope because nope, i look but not today today I, I look super respectable i uh you yeah take a selfie it's very straight. I, yeah, I took a selfie. I I, okay. I did my my little showing up on CNN at 615 selfie that I, I usually do. But yeah, we need it's such a matter when, when we'll obviously get into more of this in the next segment. But it's I think it's just such a massive week in Washington that they were like, we got to talk politics first thing yeah. in the morning, which is like, right. it's, it, like there's so much going on in this country that the political machinations are not always the top story anymore. Like we've got doctors no, I, talking I about the, the pandemic. And I You've can got, confirm. Yeah, that that is not. Tr- I mean, because
1: I think now that I'm on the side of like picking what to put in a yes. rundown, it becomes really clear. Well, w- number one, I I mean, we don't really talk about Donald Trump so much unless he's no. getting like he's involved in a lawsuit or <laughs> right a criminal case. Um, right, those segments like Trump legal <laughs> segments, yes, <laughs> um, or coup segments, which are Trump legal segments um Mm -hmm. but that's not actually what ends up in the rundown i mean covid basically is every day
0: oh yeah covid is every day climate change is every day day. and climate change yep and i think it's important to keep the focus on on people on the outcomes and not on the process of political machinations this week that's what we did yesterday yep like whether or not they're able to come to a deal over the reconciliation package and the infrastructure package, like, we're actually in the point where the next few days will determine outcomes for a majority of our American. Like, uh, yeah. we are facing such massive crises, like, left and right. If we don't have a massive response, it will become a crisis of climate change COVID proportions. Like, I mean... It already is. Like we gotta we gotta fix infrastructure. We gotta fix a care economy. Like these are not this is just objective reality in this country. Like if we don't do this, people will continue to hurt. Like the economy will continue to tank. Like there's no there's no way forward if families can't take care of each other without going bankrupt. And like that, like that is literally on the line over the next few days, as you know, Biden has to negotiate with obstructionists in the Republican and Democratic Party, which is super fun.
1: You know what's crazy? Nobody ever goes up to Kirsten Cinema or Joe Manchin is saying like you don't want people in your district to get money so that they can afford to take care of their elderly parents or their sick children. Yeah. You don't want that. You're opposed yeah. to that. You think they should get less money for that? You think less yeah. money should be allocated for that? Where should we take the money from? Should we take the money from affordable you know and universal pre preschool?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Or you're like, I think that, unfortunately, the news media ask them process questions as opposed to the outcome questions. We don't focus enough at all on outcome. And the questions are not asked to the folks opposing certain pieces of legislation um, about why they're against the money that would go to those positive outcomes. Right. Or the amount of money that would go to those positive outcomes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just I there <laughs> mansion and cinema will be up for re-election, and I do not understand what they're going to tell. I mean, it, it's so it feels like it's just transparently about donors right now. And I don't I don't usually subscribe to that. I feel like it is really reductive to be like, well, this person is in the pocket of big pharma and that's why they vote that way. Like, it's never just that. Like, it's always it's always more nuanced than that. Um, so I don't usually love also, you know, I've, I've worked in a lot of offices and I've, I've never heard conversations where they're like, well, we can't do that because of big pharma, you know, like, it's just, it's like, there's, there's more going on than that usually. But in this case, I have a really hard time, like cinema opposing, lowering prescription drug prices. Like she ran on that. (laughs) How. Who is she serving so other then- than pharmaceutical companies? Like at this point, I feel like it, it, it maybe it's not reductive to just be like, well, I guess she's deciding to pick her donors over her voters, which is weird because her donors only give her money so she can get reelected, but she can't do without the voters. So, mm.
1: no, no, no. I think that she is responding. No, I think both of them are responding to donors. At this point, mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. I mean, because it's so ridiculous. We're in a pandemic. This should be easy. Right. Pass the stuff so that you can help the people because we're all right. suffering. It's not like right. rocket science. Literally, it's not. It's a very simple equation here. Past the thing you said you were going to you all ran on. Everybody every democrat ran, you know, with the intention of winning so that they would have a majority in the Congress. You don't run for Congress so that you can just sit there and not do anything. So now you're in Congress and you're like we have the majority, which means you can do stuff. And Kishin Sinema and Joe Manchin are like, "No, I want to pause." <laughs> That's literally what he said. I want to pause. <laughs> yes, because we're not in a rush to get anything done. We're just going to sit here and no time crunch on the affordable child care. That's not urgent. No mother in America is sitting at home surrounded by screaming children. Maybe right now listening to us thinking maybe they could use and utilize some affordable child care. And Joe Manchin's like yeah. going to go run for reelection. Mind you, Kirsten Cinema I believe, is up in 24. Um, But that's still the the. The thing that I don't understand is how you're gonna go to your voters and be like,
0: I got you less, vote for me. I just said that (laughs) on the TV. I was like, hey, we got you less is a lousy reelection slogan. And we say that on this show all the time, and it is the truth. Like, I know they'll be able to go to their donors and be like, yeah, we we kept drug prices high <laughs> for you, or, you know, we're, we're not out of the fossil fuel industry yet, so you can thank me. But, like, it doesn't matter how much. Like, you ran on these things because people need them and because they are popular. Those two conditions are still true. <laughs> so... So the idea that you can you can go against that and hope to retain your job because of influx of outside money, just it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make political sense. I know we're doing this whole like progressives versus centrists thing right now, but it's just like realists versus obstructionists. Like it's just the the the, the progressives are not actually trying for socialist health care. They're not trying for the Green New Deal. They're trying for very realistic, very popular solutions to the crises that we are facing. Like, I I don't want to pit them against so-called centrists. The centrists are not in the center of anything but a very messed up political spectrum that puts the right way far off the field. Um, Progressives are just the only ones who seem to be like caring about the pain. We
1: still we still act like there is a center to the spectrum when the right is like cooing. Yeah. I don't think we should be using this language. Yep. Centrist is not the right language. Centrist? Yeah. What's a centrist? Right. I'm gonna get you less? <laughs> That's what it means? Right. Because right. I don't see any real like ideological tenets of centrism and moderation happening. All I see is I wanna get you less. We definitely don't wanna do anything about climate change. And oh yeah, when you go to opensecrets.org, it turns out I'm getting money from oil companies. But don't put that those two things together. They're not related at all, voters.
0: <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with another Signal Boost podcast.
1: Thanks for listening.